What's your Everest? You know, the highest mountain on earth, a metaphor for a goal that is so big that it scares you to even speak it out loud. That goal that takes more than a season, a year, or maybe takes a lifetime to even accomplish. I'm Colleen Rue, the voice of the mountain and your host as we meet inspiring individuals who know what it's like to set big goals and how to accomplish them. Welcome to My Everest, a 29029 podcast. How many times in life have you been willing to commit to do something that you didn't know the outcome? I'm talking about committing to a project that you didn't know if you could handle. A deadline that would stretch you so thin that you risked failure. Generally, we don't commit to things we're not confident we can complete, right? But that's just our comfort zone. Where's the growth in that? If we only set out to do things we know we're good at and that we can finish, we miss all the things we could be successful at. 29029 is a safe place to fail. It's not that we don't love red hats and celebrating climbing the vertical feet of Mount Everest. It's that we recognize a finish line doesn't define anyone. In fact, some of the most powerful lessons we've learned over the years aren't from participants donning red bibs and hats. They are the lessons we're taught by the people who are willing to push forward despite no hope for an Everest summit. Meg Leuven has never worn red in her two times on the mountain. She doesn't know what it feels like to crest the mountain on her final lap. What Meg does know just might be more powerful. I just know that it's not about conquering a mountain. I can't wait to hear what the mountain is going to tell me. It was like loud and clear. Like I'm just struggling up that hill and it's dark and it's cold, it was so cold. And I was like, oh wow, yeah. Do what you need to do and not what your ego tells you to do. 29029 is not just about Everest. It's about all the summits in between. We don't go to battle against anyone else on the mountain except ourselves. If you are willing to take a giant step outside of your comfort zone, you can redefine every other challenge in your life. Just ask Meg. I was watching Lewis Howes and Colin was on. I was like, that's a cool story. And then they started talking about this thing in Vermont. And he's like, it's 29029 and this and that. And I I was like, that would be that sounds like a really cool thing to do. And so I went home and I told Eric, like fully expecting him to go, are you crazy right now? And he was like, okay, let me look at it. He goes, it's on my birthday. We could do this for my birthday. And I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. So we signed up and then 2020 didn't happen. And I'm kind of glad that it didn't. Because I just had this mentality, like, I'm going to conquer this mountain. And I was just working so hard. And I was really pushing myself on my workouts. And it didn't happen. You know, everybody was just really disappointed. And things changed and my workout changed. And I was just in a very different place in my life personally by the time we got to 2021. So we're getting ready to go the whole week. 
a whole week before, every time I thought about the mountain, I cried every time. And I was like, I do not know what's happening to me right now. But I just know that it's not about conquering a mountain. It's about whatever I'm going to learn while uh, this is what happens to me every time I talk about it. What what was the emotion going into that causing you to feel so emotional? I'm not sure. I just, every time I thought about the mountain, I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'll be there. I can't wait to hear what you have to say to me. That was just like this thought that kept repeating in my head was like, I can't wait to hear what the mountain is going to tell me and what lesson I need to learn. And then you get there and you look up at that first hill in Utah and you're like, oh, what did I just do? Because it's so steep. And it's so funny how many times we've talked about this on this podcast, because people will show up to Utah and you sit there on the patio of Earl's Lodge and it's beautiful. And you look up at the mountain and the steepest part of the mountain is right there in front of you. The first like 500 feet are incredibly Mm -hmm. steep. And that's a little bit intimidating when you walk up. It is. And and it was rainy and overcast. And it was cold. And I hate cold. And I'm just like, okay, I, I'm i here. You know, I there's something going to happen. And I know it's going to happen. And it's going to be really good for me. It's going to be profound. And honestly, the first time up the mountain, I was like, oh, this is steep. But, you know, you're in this big clump of people. And everybody is so excited. And your headlamps are on. And you're just getting started. And it's that second time that you have to do that hill by yourself, really. It's the third time when the rubber hits the road. <laughs> it's true. You you say that and it's repeated time and time again, where it's like, it really started mm. to sink in around lap three or four. And of course, we're talking Utah with you, but it's it's yes. similar. It's, it? it's similar across the board. It's kind of like yeah. after our adrenaline settles, after everything, all of a sudden we're like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> then the the gut punch comes and you have to do it by yourself. Most of the time on the first in 2021, I was alone and, and it was okay. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. You know, you pass people on a mountain, you have a few talk for a couple minutes or whatever, and they move on or you move on and people pass you and good job, Megan, keep going. You're doing a great job. And I was like, at first I was like, okay, thanks. But then like, when you get further in, you're like, oh my God, that really means a lot. (laughs) It means more than you think, than you think, you know, as you move through that and do those things by yourself. And I got, I went to sleep for a little while and then I got up about three 30 and I got back on the mountain about four 30 or so. And I was that last ascent before you hit the fire road. And I got the message. And I got what I needed to get. And I think I did two more after that. I think that was probably number five because I only did seven the first time. And I went, I was in the room and in, in my Norma Tech boots in a little blissful little state. And Coach Brent's like, so how many have you done? I said, I think at that point when I saw him, I had done seven. And I said, well, seven. He goes, okay, how many more you got? And I go, well, I probably got two more, but I'm not going. He goes, what do you mean you're not going? I'm like. I'm good. I heard the message. I got what I needed to get. I feel so good right now. I'm so happy. I was like on cloud nine. I was literally like blissful. Like I've barely ever felt that. 
And he said something to me. I said, yeah, I probably won't ever do this again. And he goes, oh, no, you're an endurance athlete now. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. You know, I was like, just leave me alone. I'm in this happy place. Like, and I was, and I was very happy. What was that message that you felt like you received from the mountain? Do what you need to do and not what your ego tells you to do. It was like loud and clear. Like I'm just struggling up that hill and it's dark and it's cold. It was so cold. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I have been doing what my ego's been telling me to do and not what I need to do to fulfill my purpose. Because we get busy, right? We just do busy things. And they're productive and they're good and they move your life forward. But is that what I needed to be doing to fulfill my purpose? Well, and recognizing that is so difficult in life, I think. So difficult because how often are we just doing things because we feel like it's an expectation of us mm -hmm. from either family or friends or whatever impacts you or just because I'm a mom, I have this expectation that I need to be doing this and, and really dropping that ego and really honing in on the most important things that we need yeah. to do. Not necessarily the selfish, what do I want to do, but the most right. important things that we want yes. to do. So that's a, right. it's an interesting message. So you become this endurance athlete, coach Brent kind of, <laughs> he plants a seed. That's exactly what he did was he planted the seed in 2021. He's like, Meg, you know, you damn you coach Brent. <laughs> You're this endurance athlete. Uh, so what brings you you back in 2022? It was funny because that, that year, Eric's brother and uh, Aaron and Max were with us. And Aaron was like, told Eric, he's like, look, bro, I love you, but don't ever ask me to do anything like this again. Like, just don't. Because, <laughs> no. And we're in the hotel and I'm like, oh. I've never done anything like that again, ever. And I got up the next morning and said, well, I guess we're going, aren't we? And Eric's like, yeah, we're going again. So, <laughs> <laughs> Did Eric finish in 21? He got seven. We both got Okay, seven. you both got seven together mm -hmm. in 21. So the day after, mm -hmm. I love it, Sunday morning, you guys wake up, look at each other, and here you are again. You're like... Yeah. And I really couldn't tell you why, because I was just so like the week leading up to it. This time I knew what was about to happen. <laughs> and so I was getting like really nervous and anxious. And we had prepared a lot better and done a lot more things to uh, get ourselves physically in the right place. But it was an excitement and being not fearful, but anxious of like, okay, I know what it is now. And I know, like, in order to go further than I went, I know that it's going to require more from me. I think there was just something that called to both of us that said, it's one thing to be great in business, but you, you have to pair it with a physical greatness as well for us anyway. And for a lot of people that we know, obviously, in that community, especially, there's, there's something to be said for overcoming all the physical and psychological obstacles that it takes to prepare yourself and go and do something like that. It makes other things seem so much easier because you go, this is hard. And then you go, no, 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 no. What's hard is Utah in the dark, you know, or when it's cold or when it's raining or like, that's hard. 
overcoming a problem at work is just a matter of sitting down and thinking about something and untangling a thread and like moving on. Like that's, that's not hard, you know? So it's interesting when we can have that perspective shift a little bit because it does open up some other opportunities in that maybe uncomfortable zone for us where it's like, oh, okay, I've been uncomfortable before. I made it through to that other side and I know that I can do that again. And and that perspective shift, I think, is something that's so poignant with experiences on the mountain. Yeah, it's impactful. Doing something like that and pushing yourself to do something that you don't want to do at all because man, there's Norma tech boots in there and there's all those people in there giving massages and you know, and it's quiet and there was a fire going in there. Yeah. You just have to put the blinders on to what's happening over there and go, no, that doesn't move me toward this going right and getting, getting my gear back together, taking an estimate and do I need water? Do I need this? Do I need that? Okay. Do I need chapstick? Do I need sunscreen? Do I need ice in my hat? Like, what do I need? And moving forward. And what a metaphor that is for life, because how many distractions are there? How many times are we pulled in that direction of what's like, oh, I could just sit here and, and not get caught up on what I need to do. Or I could sit here and look at my phone and not engage with my children who are sitting in the same home as as me. Yeah. It's like, how many times are we distracted and we're pulled? Oh, yeah. But like you said, without that laser focus, without those blinders on sometimes to the goals that we have, to what's yeah. important, to not what yeah. you know maybe is the most comfortable, but in order to reach those goals. So 2022, you're on the mountain, you and Eric, how was it different than 2021? And how was it the same? I mean, you had that kind of anxiety and fear coming in because anytime you're doing something for the second time, you know what you're getting into. So it's a little bit different. So you guys get started out. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Once we got there, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be back here. I'm happy to do it again. When I came home, all I could think about was the other people's stories, not even my story, not even my journey. I just thought about those people over and over and over and over again, all through the year. And I I don't know, it just was like, yes, 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 yes. That's that's the only way I can explain it. And yeah, it's going to be hard. And yeah, it's going to be suck. And it's, it's gonna be hot this time instead of cold. And Eric had this laser focus, his determination really was fuel for me. And it was just like, I've never seen him do anything like this. Like he's never been this determined outside of business, like in business, he's like pit bull. That was an amazing thing to get to watch. It was still just as hard, but I paced myself better. I was physically better. I ate better, you know, so we made a lot of adjustments and because so, you were able to get nine laps. Nine is, so yeah. two more laps than you got before. And yes, you yes. were able to support Eric for him to get his red hat and yes, find his Everest, yes. which was such a cool yes. moment. I I had the privilege of being at the top when you guys were coming up. And oh, you're gonna make me cry, Colleen. I've <laughs> never seen him go after anything outside of work like that. And he just kept saying. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. 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 Like this, it just became very, very important to him. And I think just because of where he's at and his personal 
journey, it became really important. And as the, the hours went on, it became important for me to make sure that he finished. It was impactful for him, but for me too, because I'm always the one, like, I push myself a little harder physically. He's had, he had an injury a long time ago and he's always been really hesitant and really fearful. I don't want to get hurt again, which it was a horrific injury. Like, so I can understand that, but it was just important for me to go, this is about you. Like you have to finish, you have to do this. And for me, again, the whole thing of letting my ego not get in the way of, well, if he's going to finish, I'm going to finish. And just, cause that's not what my purpose was this year. So I did really well. I was really proud of myself, but what he did was incredible because he's never done anything like that. It was really cool seeing him get his red hat. But the moment for me was when we, we came down to do his 12th brand and his bib was there. I just lost it. Cause I was just like, it's just a bib and it's just a hat, but that was the most impactful moment for me. It was fun to see him get his red hat. And that was exciting. That was a fun moment. But man, that red bib laying there and said Eric Leuven. And I was just like, holy crap. My God. He well, really because it represents everything that you had done to that point together. A whole year yeah. of, of work. Like, yeah. It's like wow. the culmination like, of that to see that red bib. Uh, and sometimes I feel like that too, that the red bib almost means means more than the red hat because it's like, oh my gosh, I am going to make it. It's when you yeah. realize when all of a sudden things click and you realize, oh my gosh, I am going to be able to yes. do that. And I think that's yeah. what you realized for Eric there is you're like, you're yeah. going to do this and yeah. I'm going to be with you. It's so amazing to see that when you get to the top, it doesn't matter if you're up there and you got five laps, nobody's egos are up there on the top when people are coming in. No, there, there's nobody up there going, oh, well, that's good. I'm sure they worked hard. I mean, I did five. No, people are like screaming and yelling for each other and like so excited that it doesn't matter who it is. They, they got through because you know the five laps that you did get they were hard and everybody is up there on the top. And it's like, if more people could experience that and then take it home man, a lot of things would be different in, in our society. I think that often too, Meg, where if we celebrated each other and our wins, like we do at 29 on 29, oh, the man. world would be such a different place because it would be. We all are climbing our own mountains and we all have different goals. You know, in 2021, seven was good for you and you learned your lessons. You took your messages from the mountain. In 2022, you ended up getting nine. You showed up and you were able to do more than before, but you also were able to shift and support Eric and you were able to watch him accomplish something and celebrate that with him. And it's like, there's all these different journeys going on. And if we can all just recognize that. Yeah. That that is letting the ego go, taking that full circle, you know, just supporting everybody where they are and how they show up. 
And it's so important to remember that somebody's five is just as hard as somebody else's 13. It might be harder than somebody else's 13. It might be. And there were people there that if you saw them on the street, you would go, there's no way that person could go 13 times up that mountain. And yet they did. They did. I mean, you've seen thousands of people attempt different mountains. And I'm sure you're like, oh, I hope they can make it. And then they come back with a freaking red bib. And you're like, holy crap, like, that was amazing. As we're thinking about that, are we judging people? Is it is it us judging people, seeing someone on the street being like, oh, that person can't be successful in this, or they couldn't because of the way they look or the way that they hold themselves or present mm-hmm. themselves. There's people that I see that it's like, wow, I don't know if I could do this because I don't know if I have the strength of that person that I just saw them put out into the mountain because I didn't expect that from them. There are many times that I think people surprise us and also they surprise themselves Mm -hmm. with how strong they are. And that's, that's one of the beautiful things that happens. Probably the most beautiful thing that happens is that there's a lot of people that go there and they already know they're going to finish because they've done things like that over and over and over again. And they, they just want to continue to do challenging things. And there's people that show up and go, well, if I get four, that'd be great. And they end up with eight. And, and it's such a beautiful thing because they go, oh my God, like I just did that. Like I didn't even, I didn't even believe in myself, but then there's all these other people on the mountain telling you to keep going and do a good job. And there's Colleen on the mic that giving the hugs and the words of encouragement and kicking the pants if we need it. And then suddenly you're surrounded by all these people who are trying to achieve as well. And you do something that you didn't think you could do. And and maybe the lesson is you have more than you think, or maybe the lesson is maybe you don't have the right people around you at home. That's that's different for everybody. It is amazing what happens when 200 and something people come together and all or basically you're all striving for the same goal. You're striving to get up that mountain again and again and again and again, as many times as you possibly can. There's a there's a synergy and there's a, there's a vibration that happens when you're there. Sometimes it's a really excited thing. Sometimes it's this quiet, still determination that you can feel when you're on the mountain. There you have it. My Everest, the latest episode of the 29029 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about 29029 events or read more stories from an incredible community of individuals, you can head over to 29029everesting.com. That's 29029everesting.com. I'm Colleen Rue, the voice of the mountain. Keep climbing. We'll meet you at the next summit.